Welcome to the Greatness Within Morning Motivation Podcast. Presented by Red Pills Productions. This morning, I want to talk to you from the subject, There's Nothing as Powerful as a Changed Mind. There is nothing as powerful as a changed mind. You can change your hair, your clothing, your spouse, your residence. But if you don't change your mind, the same experience will perpetuate itself over and over again because everything outwardly changed, but nothing inwardly changed. So the renewing of your mind will help you transform your life. And I'm talking about mind management. Question, do I want to transform my life? Do I want to change my life to a better quality of life? I need to have a knowledge, but that knowledge can only be knowledge if it works for me. If God says to you that you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind, He's giving you the responsibility. He's telling you that you can make it happen. He's instructing you to do it because He's put the ability within you to do it. So you can actually change your life from glory to glory by the renewing of your mind. And what you do to your mind will show up in its character. It will show up in what happens. If you don't manage your mind, then it's going to keep giving to you what it's already got. Where you are today is a function of your mind. You are the expression of all that's in your mind. The workings of your mind. That's who you are. Your personality is the expression of your mind. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So what he says, according to the scriptures, he says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you are in your heart how you think. And if your heart is out of whack, your life will be out of whack because everything about your life is gonna come from your heart and your heart's gonna be based on how you think. It's the same way naturally. Words determine the way you think, the way you think determine the way you feel. If you feel depressed, you gotta back up and find out what you're thinking about because thoughts of heaviness and depression determine how you feel. So how a man thinks in his soul, how a man thinks in his mind determines how his life will work out. Let's look at 3 John chapter two. Let's begin there because I believe this is the basis of understanding where we're going. He says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. The Amplified says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way. Prosperity simply means being successful in every endeavor in life. That's God's will. Religion will tell you that God wants you to be successful in just spiritual things, but not over here in your natural life. The scripture saying it's with the mind that we serve the Lord. The mind is the battleground. The fight is in your mind. There is nothing as powerful as a change mind. The question every day of your life needs to be, what are you thinking about and how long are you thinking about it? And how long you think about a thing is called focus. And whatever you focus on, you give strength to. So if you focus on your weaknesses, you focus on your sins, if you focus on the past failures, you strengthen those things 
to hinder you in your present day and in your future. So the scripture says that our whole life prosperity in every area begins with how we think. Wrong thinking equals wrong living. So if you think the wrong way about a thing, you're going to experience the wrong thing about that thing because you're thinking the wrong way about it. And religion as a whole has thought the wrong way about prosperity and the financial stewardship. What happens when I think the wrong way about something and I do it for a considerable amount of time? I create a traditional way of thinking. I think in a tradition and that tradition stops me from receiving what the word really says. We can have a lot to do in determining what a year will bring forth for us. And it is true. We may not determine the exact activities other actions or reactions of other people. But we sure enough can determine the final results. Would I be all right if I tell you that Jesus came so we can have abundant life? A marriage where you're getting beat up every day is not abundant life. A body that's infected with sickness and disease is not an abundant life. Not having enough to pay your bills is not an abundant life. Walking in fear that you're two paychecks away from being homeless is not an abundant life. And can't sleep at night because you're wondering if you're going to be able to keep your house is not an abundant life. The mind is the battleground. It is the place where the greatest conflict is. The struggle is in your mind. This is why we have people who go to bed tired and wake up tired. Slept eight hours and you wake up still tired. The reason you wake up tired is that you got sleep but you didn't get rest. Your life, how you live, what you do, the character of your words, the totality of your personality, the expression of your mind. So managing your mind is the primary principle for increasing your value and multiplying your success and upgrading your state. Sometimes you say, I've tried hard about this, I've prayed about this, I've done this and I've done that and I've done that and I haven't had much success with it. What more can I do? Well, I'm saying to you, let's begin with mind management. Can we manage your mind? Can we get into your mind and see how it works and see what files need to be deleted and what files need to be downloaded and installed? So what changes can we make? in the structure of your thinking. Do you have the courage to think something beyond where you are? Do you have the courage? God says to Abraham, look out from where you are. He says, oh man, do you have the courage to think beyond the parameters of your present location? He said, look out. What do you see? I see the stars of heaven. Look out, what do you see? The sands of the earth. He said, what you see is what you'll be. So shall thy seed be. Your children will be what you see. If you see nothing, they will be nothing. If you see something, they will. Don't be in bondage to your thoughts. Thoughts are coming to you that are wrong. Thoughts are coming to you that are trying to intimidate you. Trying to make you feel less than yourself. You've got to say no. Have thoughts of hope. You don't bother about what's happening around you. It doesn't matter who likes you and who doesn't like you. Are you listening to me? You see, at work or in business, never limit yourself. But life is after your mind. 
and, and what you've got to understand is that any way, any entrance way that he can get to upset your mind, he will begin to wear you out. That's why I would rather have peace than have joy. The Bible said in the word of God, God has promised I will keep him at perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. It is not God's will or purpose for you to be troubled in your mind, frustrated in your mind, uncomfortable in your mind. In fact, the Bible said be anxious for nothing. To be anxious is to have anxiety about something that hadn't even happened yet. Some of you are so worried by the threat of trouble. You're not in trouble, it's just that trouble has threatened you. And the threat of what might happen, what could happen, is wearing you down. Half of the things that you thought were going to happen never did happen. But if you allow those thoughts to dwell in your mind, it will succeed at robbing you of your peace, robbing you of your joy, robbing you of your life, just because you thought yourself into a nervous breakdown. You thought yourself into depression. You thought yourself into defeatism. Now, ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seat. I'm getting ready to go to some places where we need to go. Strongholds are houses of thoughts that reside in one's mind. Strongholds are made up of thoughts that reside in your mind. In your heart, you don't want to do this thing, but there's a stronghold. You ask, how come I keep doing this? You ever wonder about people, how come they can't let that go? There's a stronghold in their mind. Life is after your mind. You see, he didn't just tell us to renew our minds without telling us what to think about. He told us to change the fires in our mind. And then he told us what fires to download. So he told us what to think about. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good reports. How many things have you listened to and they were not of good report and you kept thinking about them? They were not true, they were not honest, they were not pure, they were not of good report. Yet, you centered your mind on them and you wonder why you're unhappy. An unhappy pastor produces unhappy people, unhappy congregation. I don't keep my mind on nasty things. I only think deeply on God's word. I don't have time to meditate on other things, especially all those things that don't qualify here. So I want to challenge you to waste no more effort wrestling with other people. Your destiny, your future is not predicated on the decision of someone else. You've wasted too much of your life trying to change other people's mind about you. It doesn't matter what they think about you. God is not going to bless you by their opinion. God is going to bless you by how you see yourself. Now you look at your life and you think, well, you know, I'm not a very outgoing person. The way I was treated, I lived with my uncle. They so dealt with me and put fear in me. I grew up with fear. For how long are you going to think like this? What are you going to do about it? Isn't it time to change? You are here now. So what are you going to do? What's your future going to be like? For how long are you going to testify that they put fear in you? How long will you be in bondage to your mind? The bondage of the past. For how long will you be there? How long? Elijah the prophet said to the children of Israel, How long shall you halt between two opinions? 
In other words, the word heart means to stagger like a cripple. He said, how long shall you stagger between two opinions? How long? How long are you going to stagger in your life? When are you going to finally see yourself journeying upward and forward only? I've told you, that's my life. Upward and forward only. I don't have no downs. Now, there are many people who have known me for years. There's been no down in my life. I can't have a down. I just keep moving upward. I believe Jesus gave us a life and he said, follow me. He said, he that follows me shall not walk in darkness. He shall have the light of life. That's progress. That's success. That's prosperity. That's victory. Why does Pastor Chris tell people they can have a life without suffering? I didn't say that. Who said their own experiences told them? I didn't say that you may not have some things to suffer. The only thing you ought to suffer is persecution. That's what the Bible says. And I've got quite a lot of it. Listen, just the word alone will save your mind. The engrafted word of God will save your mind. The engrafted word of God will get in your memories. The engrafted word of God will heal things in you that you didn't even think could be healed. People have given up and said, well, there's no help for her. The word of God will get down in your spirit and it will change. The engrafted word of God will give you new desires. When the Bible says that God will give you the desires of your heart, he's not saying he's Santa Claus and he's going to give you everything you want. He's saying that he's going to give you the things to want. He's going to give you new desires that you never had before. That's what I say, I've been thinking. The Bible says the engrafted word is able to save your soul. When something is grafted, it becomes one with your tissues. When that word that is being preached in you becomes one with you, and you cease to just quote it, but its thoughts become your thoughts. The engrafted word is able to save your mind, your memories, your emotions, your attitudes, your disposition, the word that sticks to you. Change your thoughts because your life, what you are today, is the expression of all your thoughts all these years. You look like your mind. Now, if you found out that your face is the expression of the character of your thoughts, how do you feel? And not only that, your life, the way you are, is the character of your mind. Plus that, the circumstances of your life are the expression of your mind.